Good morning, Rabboistai. Dav Tzadik Testerei. And sponsored by Matt Steinberg for my brother's first yard site, Rabbi Rachmiel Steinberg, Rabbi Rachmiel Yosef Rachamim Ben Aaron Simcha, Zechet Tzadik Kodesh Levrocha, Shom Shadavan Aliyah. Also sponsored by Mendel Mitz. Does anybody remember this guy? It's been a long time from Buenos Aires. In honor of the fifth yard side of his grandfather, Isaac Mitz, Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yitzchok, Ben Rabbi Shmuel, This is very heartwarming. This is from one member to the other, from Ben Schwartz in the five towns, in honor of Kalman, the father of the five towns, who's working tirelessly and relentlessly to make the five towns seem amazing. Now, when he says amazing, he means it because he made an amazing seal on Ben Schwartz last time together with Kalman. Please join him at Seaview Caterers for this amazing event. Seaview Caterers. No charge. Just please let Kalman or myself know you're coming. Beautiful things are ramping up. We have some very, very nice things going on behind the scenes. A lot of surprises. I want to tell you, Avram Farkovich from the Five Towns who came with his son many times to the shear while we were doing it in uh, Farakaway. So he came up with these amazing magnets on your car. So he wants to know who wants these. If you want them and you want to put them on your car, you know somebody that wants to put them somewhere, don't put them on your refrigerator. You don't need to know about it. You need to tell other people about it. So let us know. Contact Daf um, Berama, and we'll send you some magnets. Another amazing thing. During the Siyum, we're going to have a feature. We're going to try to do a little Chazara on the Masechta. Not too deep, not too, like, simple questions. And one of the questions, we're going to have giveaways. We're going to have uh, sweatshirts and jackets and uh, merch. MDY merch. One giveaway from our great friend Yossik. Yossi Klein from Superior Plumbing in Muncie is a $1,000 trip to Harris to MDY to see the Shear live. So if you know the answers, get your lucky car going because you might win a trip. Real quickly, a very, very short email from Mendel Mitz in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Saying that he's sponsoring the Shir Lili his grandfather, he passed away just short of his 90th birthday. And it was six days before he got married. He was born in London, and he went through the war, the Blitz. Mises, he had a, a hat company. And later on, he moved to California. And it's been nearly four months. Right before the seam of Shabbos, that the last time you wrote to us, I was wondering where in the world this guy is. Mendel, where were you? Okay, Baruch Hashem, he's still around. Time flies. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you for your time, effort, the dedication you have for this year, even whilst you were away traveling. Ah, you see, he's on top. He's in Buenos Aires. He knows what's going on. It's not like he just stopped in at the end of the Masechta. Especially if you're bothering to make and print the diagrams and sheets to help you better understanding the daffin throughout this complicated Masechta. It's unbelievable. The boy side, it's, it's monumental. 
we're, we're finishing one of the, t- it has a name of one of the Tavs Masechtas. It's unreal. If you could please post info about the scene this coming Sunday, Bezit Hashem. I look forward to finishing the Masechta together with you, the entire MDY family and all of Klai Yisrael and starting with you next week. The able to give you the strength to continue. Being all groups of Yidin, all groups of Yidin. Ada Biaz Goyal Tedek and beyond. Your sincerely Mendel Mitz, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Uh, the night Zoom, really no pressure. YouTube also has its milos, like being able to watch the share at any time of the day or night, playing it on double speed, and the ability to pause and go back for clarification. Rabbi said, double speed on YouTube is amazing, but if you're a type of person that watches football, do not watch it on double speed. Not kidai. Okay, anyway. Shirim is amazing. Zogta, you know what? Let's, let's go back to, to the Mishnah. I know we did it yesterday, but why not? Let's do it again quickly. Uh, a person could stand in one Rishus and carry in another Rishus. Midaraisa, if you carry from one Rishus to the other, you're dead meat, you get skila, whatever, chay of a karam. But if you're standing there and not moving your body and moving something in another Rishus, that's okay. So, you're not allowed to carry four amas where? In the Rishus HaRabim. So it's obviously referring to the first case of Make sure they don't carry four amas in the Rishus HaRabim. Don't stand in the Rishus HaYachid and relieve yourself into the Rishus HaRabim. You're taking something from one Rishus Depositing in another shows. There was a word in the art scroll to describe loyaraik that you need another art scroll to figure out what it, for me at least. I've never heard the word. Expectorate. I don't even know how to say it. Okay, fine. So why? Well, spit. That's it. Okay, fine. You, you're, you're, you're opening up the art scroll and he's tra- you're trying to understand the English and you don't understand. For people from Panovich, don't understand these words. Expectorate. You see that guy expectorating in the street. He shouldn't expectorate on Shabbos. <laughs> in Hebrew, is I look in there because I'm a Panavishist. I need to know certain words. How do you say these words in English? Yeah? Fine. Great. I took the shtach, though. Tell me the truth. No, I'm... Seriously, seriously, when was the last time you heard that word? You never heard the word. Okay. So why are you using a word that nobody understands? That the, the, the regular yeshiva guys. Okay, fine. You're saying it's not for yeshiva guys. It's for the, the guys that went to college. And I guarantee, my wife went to college. I guarantee you she doesn't know the word. Guarantee it. By the way, seriously, I was talking to my brother. And he's like, you know, your English, you brushed up on your English. What's going on here? I don't want to tell him, so like the art school kind. Fine. Zagdi Mara Rabbi Yudaimer, Afmishanidlash Rukai Bifiv. So you shouldn't spit, Tanakama says. Rebuda says, even in your mouth is a problem. Once it gathers in your mouth, you have an issue. You have a foreign object in your mouth. You shouldn't walk for Amas. So we'll see in the Gemara. We don't really pass in this. But let's see in the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Masli Rab Khinino. 
Bar Shlomi Lechiyo Bar Rav, Kamei the Rav. So Rav Chinano Bar Shlomi was saying this in front of the Rav. Lo Yamoid Adam Bershus Hayochid Vital Bershus Rav. This is the exact opposite of what we just read in the Mishnah. It says here, don't stand in one Rishus and move something in another Rishus. Don't. We just learned you could. Omalei. So Rav tells him, Shavkis Rabbanon Vavat Kirib Meir. What are you doing? It's not right. We just learned the Mishnah. So. This is Reb Meir. We're going to learn this on Daf Kuf Aleph. Basically, a very similar idea. A person standing in a Rosh Hashanah, opening up a door, it happens all the time. You're opening up the door to your house, your house is Rosh Hashanah. Unless you build a little Mechitza here, fine. The point is, it's a very similar Mishnah. And Rav thought that Rav Chinon is grabbing that Mishnah. He's, he's going with Reb Meir of that Mishnah versus... Rabbana. Who saw our top of that tzaddik tesomid aleph? Who saw our mid sefer Rabbi Meir sefer? Meaning that mission that kuf aleph, which is very similar to our Mishnah, Rishonami Rabbi Meir. So Rav Shlemia, that is, thought that it's the same. So that's why he picked Rabbi Meir over our Mishnah. Vilohi sefer Rabbi Meir v'reish Rabbanon. They're not the same. We have a Rabbanon here, that's Reb Meir, and we go with Rabbanon. So it says that if you're standing in Rishos HaYachid and you're moving an object, where's that picture? You're moving an object in Rishos HaRabim, this is not a good picture, this is the reverse. But he's standing over here and the toy's on the other side and he's moving it, you have to be careful not to move, not to carry it four hours. HaHoyitzi so we're going to have the same exact Gemara, just with a slightly different understanding, because you could look at it both ways. The Mishnah tells us, be very careful. You can move things in another Rishos if you're standing in, an, in another. You're standing in Rishos HaYachid. You can lean over a wall, move a ball. Just don't move that ball for Amos. And what if you do? Seems like you'd be Chayev Achatas, Misa. If you have Edim and they say don't do it and you do it anyways, Misa. This is a good right to Now, in the Mishnah, when it says, Rashi on the spot says, if you look in the first words of Rashi in the Mishnah, He's in his house or on the rooftop. So the gag part is important for this Gemara. The Amarava, and we had this yesterday. Here, a guy is walking in with his hand above his head. In other words, the object that he's carrying is more than 10 tfakim above the ground. What does Rava say? Chayev. Now, above his head is a makim p'tur. Nevertheless, he's chayev. So, this is a good raya to Rava. Why? Because our Mishnah, where is he? He's on a roof, Rashi says. He's, he's above 10 tfakim. So, he's in another Rishos. And even though he's in another Rishos, but he moves the object for Amas, the Mishnah says, he's Chayv Misa, he's Chayv a Karban. So, that's, that's Mamish like Rav. Says the Gemara, no, what's your Raya? Mika Where in the Mishnah does it say that he's Chayv a Karban? Doesn't say anything. It says, do not move it for Amas. That could mean something else. It could mean, they are Oivim in the Rabbana. Doesn't say anything about a Karban. Dilmim Haitzi Potter. Potter Avalasar, the famous Potter Avalasar. It's Asr, don't do it because it's the Rabbanon. Rabbanon are, are, are Chayshish, you might do something. But it's not an Isidar Raisa. 
Igad the Amri, and some learn this whole sugya, the exact idea that we just learned, but in the reverse. Let it have it to the Rava. In fact, our Mishnah should be a question on Rava, not an answer to Rava, not a right to Rava. The Amar Rava, Rava says, If a person carries something above his head, for Amos, Chayev is Chayev. And in our Mishnah, it seems like he's not Chayev a carbon, he's only Chayev mid It says, what's the Lashon? It's kind of a weak Lashon, it doesn't say anything about a carbon. Just be careful, don't go for Amos. Says the Gemara, Mikatani Haitzi Patavalasar. The Mishnah doesn't say he's only Chayev in the Rabbanon. Maybe Bulvad is a very strong Lashon. Maybe it's the worst of the worst. You're over a Dairaisa. Bikitzer, from our Mishnah, there's no Raya one way or the other. Not like Rav, not against Rav. It doesn't say if he's Chayev with the Rabbanon or with the Raisa. Says the Gemara, we have some of the most interesting Sugis and Shas. Tav Tzadik Tesom and Aleph in Erevin. What if a person relieves himself, spits, extrapolates, whatever you want to call it, That's the Gemara, a very basic question of Hilcha We learned in, in, in Mesech the Shabbos that when you lift something off the ground, it has to be lifted off something that's for Tfachim White. It has to be a Mokim Chashem. Your body, your organ is not for Tfachim. And in Mela, you are Potter. You didn't do Akira. Yes, the urine landed on a, on a flat surface of Dalat Tfachim. But where's the Akira? What about the spit? Your mouth is not for Tfachim either. Says the Gemara... Amazing concept. The fact that you enjoy, you need to relieve yourself, you need this to come out, that machshava creates. Fort Fachem, we had not similar things. Your hand is like Fort Fachem. Certain areas that are chashav, something that's chashav is for. So here you need it. Now, Tysus points out, or let's go weiter a second. Dilo hachi. Because we, we're forced to say this. You're playing frisbee with a dog. Let's say you're tossing treats to a dog. From Rishus HaYochid to Rishus HaRabim. And it lands in the dog's mouth. Or in a fire. Now, a dog's mouth is not Fort Fachim. Why are you Chayev HaChatos? Chayev HaChatos, why? Where's the Fort Fachim that we're talking about? Your intent creates a Mokim Choshev. So, Toysavis just says that if, let's say, I'm trying to stick um, one of those sticky things onto a pole, Toysavis says, a pole. That's not Machshavto Mishavili Mokim. Machshavto Mishavili Mokim is when I need it. I, the dog needs to eat. I need to burn something. I need to relieve myself. I need to get rid of the spit. That's Mishavli Mokim. But Stam, somebody's playing and he's trying to hit a, a, a pole that's less than four tzvachim, that's not Mishavi Makam. Boy Rava, listen to this question. His body, his bladder, is in one rishos, and he's relieving himself in the other rishos. Do we view when, when, when the waste comes out of his, the bladder, and that happened in rishos or we go by the exit. 
Where did it exit? It exited in another Rishos. Teiku. We don't have an answer to that. So in our Mishnah we just learned, Rebuda says that you don't have to spit to be chayiv. Even if the spit is in your mouth, you're chayiv. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. There's a few things going on here. There's three steps. There's spit in the mouth. Everybody has spit in their mouth. And people walk all day long, which is rabbit. But there's, it gathers in the mouth. And there's swirling in the mouth. Getting it ready to, 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 to exit the mouth. Says the Gemara, You didn't swirl it around. Rabbi Yudha just said, it's, what's the lotion? Nitlash. Nitlash, it's, uh, what's a good word? The art school has a good word. Dislodged. There's dislodge, and then there's the swirl. I'm not a great spitter, but I understand that there's dislodging it, getting it like it's there, there's enough of it, and then swirling it, getting like on your tongue maybe. So it could go. Now, it seems from Rabbi Yehuda, you don't need to swirl. If you're a little queasy, like Noah, uh, maybe learn something else for a few minutes. Now, what is one of the most popular sugis in Shas? Hechsher Toma. We discussed this. Hechsher Toma. The Gemara loves talking about it. Here we go again. If a person was eating a fig, the fig is food, it's in the mouth. His hands are dirty, meaning halachically dirty, they weren't washed. So his hands are metama, they're only sheni latoma. Real quickly, because this is not the sugya, a dead person, a rat, or somebody that touched a dead person, they touch this, they become a rishon, whatever touches rishon becomes a sheni, it keeps on going down, now, the only thing a sheni could make tummy, your hands that are tummy because you didn't wash them, the only thing they can make tummy is f- food that's truma. Truma food. Right over here, truma. Kachim. Kachim even less. A shlishi can make kachim tummy. Great. So what we have here, we have fruit that's truma in a person's mouth. His hands are tummy and he sticks his hand into his mouth. Now, in order for a fruit to become tummy, it has to have Hechsher Tuma. It has to be sprinkled with one of the Sheva Mashkim. One of them happens to be, you can't say, expectorate, uh, whatever. You can't say that here. One of them has to be, one of them is spit. Now, very interesting Shiloh. Spitting your mouth should be like part of your body. It's your body. Uh, blood is one of the Mashkim. Uh, but uh, but uh, if you have food inside your digestive and touch blood, obviously it's not, right? So at what point does the spit become a mashka? Says the, says the Mishnah, He felt something, ah, he's biting into a, a stone. You gotta get the stone out. He didn't realize, oh, his finger, which is tummy, is touching the fig. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says that the spit in your mouth is one of the mashkim. It's already there. Rabbi Yossi Mitaris says, what are you talking about? It's part of your body. It only becomes a mashka once it leaves your body. Rabbi Yudha says, beautiful. I like Rabbi Yudha personally, but who am I? Rabbi Yudha Oymer, depends. If the, 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 you swirled the, the spit, so now it's like basically out of your body already. It's, it's ready to go any second. Oh, then it's a mashka. 
So Rabbi Huda is of the opinion in Misachtis Klein that in order for spit to be considered gone out of your body, it had to be swirled up, not just dislodged, swirled, dislodged, beautiful word. How would a Ponovitcher come up with such a word? You need that, that, you see what I'm saying? That's why you need a dislodged. So we have shadow, dislodged or swirl. In climb says swirl, in Eruvin it says dislodged, nitlash, dislodged. So this is very interesting because most of the time, I have to say most of the time, I'm not a big momchan shas, but as far as I remember, usually means you switch around. Rabbi Meir becomes Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda becomes Rabbi Meir. Not over here. Mukhlefis Ashita says Rashi, Rabbi Yehuda retracted. Later on in life, he retracted. In Kalayim. So basically, he retracted Erevin. Erevin is a mistake, according to Rabbi Yehuda. He started off his life saying that all you need is dislodge in Erevin. When he got to Kalayim, Mukhlefis Ashita, he switched his own Shita and he said that you need to swirl. It's very hard to say. He retracted. Here we go. There's something else called phlegm. Now that's really gross. That you got to get out of your system immediately. If anybody ever had that, it's in your mouth. It has to go. You can't even drive for 10 seconds. You got to find something immediately. Tissue something, right? So in Mela, it's not in your body anymore. Even if it's in your mouth, it's not considered in your mouth. Spittle could sit, stick around a little bit. It's not a problem. Votanyo. Votanyo, Rabbi Yudo, Rash says, it comes from coughing. He says, Limoin, I think, whatever the Lushan is. It means you're sick. It comes from sickness. Fine. Votanyo, Rabbi Yudo, Imer, Kichoi, Vinitlash, the phlegm, and it was dislodged. My love. Roik Vinitlash. So also, spit. Dislodged. Loy. No, it's a little hard to understand what the Gemara wants exactly because we're to say anything about spit. Okay, I think they're the same. Loy. Only phlegm is dislodged, but spit needs to be swirled. They're different. Okay, checkmate. It says Mefurish, they're both in the same category. Before, it said one, so I could say maybe the other one like this. Over here it says both of them together. You have phlegm, you have spit, and they were both dislodged, not swirled. So what are you telling me? We're talking about swirled. He took it back, he didn't take it back. So, You're not to walk with it. Rabbi Yudah took it back. Later on in life, he said, it has to be Dislodged, uh, swirled. Now, la halacha is brought down that there's a difference between spit and phlegm. Spit, you have to swirl it in order to be over. So if a person swirls a spit in his mouth, he should not walk for Amis and Rishos Rabbim. Very important halacha. And phlegm, you don't even have to swirl it. Once it's dislodged, let's say it comes into the mouth, you're done. You have to get rid of it. You can't walk for Amis. Says the Gemara, Omer Shlokish, Kiach Bifni Rabbi. What if a person does this flim thing and spits it out in front of his Rebbe? Chayiv Misa. He's Pashat, he's Chayiv Misa, he brings Misa upon himself. Why? Shinemar Komis Anai Ohavu Mavis. All my haters, they love death. Al Tikri Limasanai, 
A person who causes other people to look down at Torah is Chayiv Misa. When people see a Torah Yid doing something disgusting, so they look down on Torah. It's a, it's a major concept in life, major concept. Some people, they, they think that they're, they're doing the right thing or whatever it is, and other people look down at them. That looking down at them, they have to be considerate to what other people look down at them. You can't say, well, I'm doing what I think is right, because if it's lahalacha, great, but if they're not lahalacha and other people look down, and because of them, Torah goes down in other people's eyes, they're being over on this pasuk of lemasniyai. And if you look at Rashi, very interesting Rashi here. Rashi says, kol misanai ohavu mavis. The Torah is saying this pasuk. In other words, very interesting. Rashi is saying that somebody that teaches Torah, he is the Torah. He's a shtick Torah. And when you gross him out, you are you're, you're grossing out the Torah. That, that's what. How does it jump from the Messiah talking to that your chayv misa if you gross out a Rebbe? Because the Rebbe is Torah. Torah Amra. Fine. Zogdi Gemara. Says the Mishnah. And we're by Mishnah. Shalom Aleichem, Reb Simon Bergen. Shalom Aleichem. The Clifton Yidizan. You should know that's a big Zach. The Clifton Yidizan. He's uh, usually a night guy. Shalom Aleichem. Mark Struhl. Who else? Shmuel Vefer Shalom Aleichem. I don't see a lot of the people here. I don't see their, their faces. Givaldic. Okay. Great. Mordechai Aaron. Yes, I'm listening. You're not up to the Mishnah yet. I'm not? Oh, you me. You're right. At the end of the day, what is this guy supposed to do? Why is he Chayiv Misa? He had a bunch of stuff in his, in his mouth. It, it came out. What is he going to do? He's sick. He has a cough. Says the Gemara. Keach Amrina. He shouldn't spit it out in front of his rabbi. Very good. Turn around, grab a tissue, a handkerchief, whatever you got. But don't do it right in his face. That's the problem. Okay, so now we're holding by the Mishnah, so we can go back there. Fischl, from official catering, Shoma Lechem. How are you? Okay, now we can go back there. Says the Mishnah, Now we have something different. Before we are saying you're standing in Rosh Hashanah, you're moving a toy in Rosh Hashanah. Now it's different. He is... Standing in a Rishus HaYachid and drinking in Rishus HaRavim. I just added the, the, the stick of whiskey, whatever. It was a little different, the picture, when I started out. But the point is the same. It doesn't matter if it's whiskey or water. Don't be leaning out. Now, what's the, what's the problem? Because you might bring the cup back inside with you. You might bring the drink with inside. Rishus HaRavim, you should be HaYachid. The same problem in reverse. You're standing in Rishus HaRavim. You wanted to, you, a quick drink, you're, you're, you're going somewhere, somebody passes you a drink, you can't. So unless you stick your entire, body, most of your body, your head, out the window, then it's okay. Gas is where they press the grapes. The Gemara is going to explain, we're talking about Meiser. So we'll get there, we'll, we'll, we'll describe. Says the Gemara, if you want to see what gas looks like, just so as we're learning the Mishnah here, this is a gas. Galacha applies to this as well. If a person is drinking over the wine press, for whatever the halacha is, 
if Roshoi Veruba hears his head and most of his body is in, great. Reisha asked the Gemara, Reisha Rabbanon, that if you stand, the mission that we had in the morning, in the morning, just a few minutes ago, you're standing with a toy in one Rishos and your body in another Rishos, you're saying, according to Rabbanon, it's okay, Vesefa, Rabbi Meir, and all of a sudden when it comes to drinking, it's like that Mishnah on the Fkuf Aleph, that it's also to, to open up a door, you're not allowed to use a, a key, if you're in Rishos Rabbim and then the door is in Rishos Ayachet. Why is a drink different? Obviously, we're going like Rameir. And that's very problematic. You'll have back-to-back Mishnayas. One Mishnah goes according to Rabbanon, the other one goes according to Rameir. Not good. When a person is thirsty, he needs it according to Rashi. So we're concerned he's going to grab it, he's going to forget where he's at, and he's going to bring the chayfets with him. And that's Asurn. Ibailu Karmelismai. What if he is standing, let's say, in a Karmelis? It's Nishtahi, Nishtaher, it's not a Rishasarab, not a Rishasayachit, it's not Tantfachim, whatever it is. He's in a Karmelis and he's drinking in a Rishasarab, or in a Rishasayachit, or vice versa. What's the halacha? Omar Abayohihi, same halacha, it's also. Omar Ovo, he gufig zero. What's a Karmelis? Karmelis is an unknown Rishas, it's not a Rishasarab, not a Rishasayachit. Rabbanon said, don't carry in a Karbalas because you might come to carry from one Rishos to the other. You might confuse it. So Rabbanon are going to do a double Xerah. Don't carry in the Karbalas because you might come to carry from Rishos of Ram to Rishos And don't lean your body out to Rishos of from a Karbalas because you might come and bring the cup into the Karbalas and then you might carry in a Karbalas. That's a double-double. Abai ignores a double-double for whatever reason. The, one of the first things we learned in Masech the Shabbos on Dav Bezom and Aleph, Haitzah. The, the concept of carrying is a malacha grua. It, it doesn't even make sense. Carrying, like what did he do? He didn't do anything. He didn't, he didn't create a new thing. He moved something from here to there. Every malacha in the, in, in the Shabbos. He ground something. He cooked something. He, he cut something. He took this and he went like this. Malacha grua. So in a malacha grua, one of the answers is, in a malacha grua, you have to be very makbit. You have to make a new chumrah because people are going to make fun of it. Eh, just carrying. So maybe they were marketing in, in, in Xero, Xero. One pshat. Other pshat in Taisis. Omar Rabbi. How do I know that I'm geyser from Carmelis to Rosh Hashayachid, let's say? And now we're turning, sponsored by the Austin and Tobias family. We'll change it up a little bit. We'll go Tobias and Austin first. The grandchildren, in memory of my mother, Shendel Bad Aaron Hirsch, in Bracha. By your son, Dr. Alan Listow. Says the Gemara, listen to this raya. V'chein begas. When the Mishnah tells us a brand new <coughs> case, what's the difference? We, we, we already said, he's in, where's that? Here, this one. He's in Rishusa Yachid, he's drinking Rishusa Rab, and this. Uh, why add it? Obviously, says Abaya, because it's a completely different case. This is Carmel's case. That's Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah. I'm mean, giving you a third case called Carmelis. We're not even talking about Shabbos. We're talking about Meiser. Obviously, the Allah is you have to be Mafresh Tumas for Meisers. When? When you're done doing whatever you need to do. You have to smooth out the Cree. And when it comes to grapes, you have to be done with the whole pressing process. Then you're Chayim. Now, if you drink a 
like a snack. It's not a kavua dika drink. It's not a permanent drink. What's the good lashon? It's not a um, whatever the lashon. Oh yeah, there is a word. It's not a casual drink. So if it's casual, you don't have to. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to take meiser. So we're talking about leaning over a pit, like like a guy that you know, like Asov. He, he can't control himself. Uh, he leans over, drinks. Half of it goes back into the pit. Disgusting. Casual. Not chayv meiser. We are, in fact, talking about a gas. That what? That the mission is telling us that you must be over the gas. Casual is not just your head, your lips over the, the pit. Your whole body, most of your body is over it. Then it's casual. It's not. <clears throat> I have a shtickle kichoy. I don't want to talk about it though. Hold on a second. Fine. Now, finally, I can tell you what's going on. For, for six months, I got this one thing. It's not dislodged. It's, it's in the process of being dislodged. So the whole, the, this, the last two words in the mission of talking about Meiser, not talking about Shabbos. It's not. I have all the pros. I have Avrumi Leibowitz that I forgot to call. He actually has some good answers. And I have Simon. Where's Simon? I haven't seen him. Maybe he's still on his bike somewhere and then in the, in the, doing his bike ride. They have eight says, how to dislodge it, how to this, and I shouldn't eat this after this hour, that hour, kids are. One day we'll figure it out. It's not. So, if you dilute the wine, right? In the time of the Gemara, they had to dilute the wine, one to three, whatever the shear is, rub this one, that one. Diluting the wine, no longer casual. However, machloik is here. What if you diluted it with hot water, cold water? Is there a difference? Yes, there's a difference. Why? Upatur. Divrei Rebbe Meir. So we're going according to Rebbe Meir. It doesn't matter, diluted, not diluted, cold, not hot. You are... You're potter from Meiser. Rebbe Lezber, Why? Because once you dilute the wine, that's it. It's a finished product. It becomes keva, kavua. What happens is, if you pour hot water into your, your entire uh, vat over there, whatever it is, your entire press, you're going to ruin everything. The heat is going to destroy your wine. So you're going to be very careful not to pour back. So you're still chazer, you took wine, you drank, and when nobody's looking, you pour it back into the pit. Shalom Yisrael, everything's good. But you won't do that with hot water, because that's going to destroy the wine. So memela becomes more of a kavua. You took it out, you took it out for good, it's not just a casual drink, and, and putting the rest back. Putting the rest back shows that it's casual. Not putting it back. So chacham make a distinction. Then it's already kavua, and if it's cold, because you're going to put back the rest. Another Mishnah. Rabbi David Asborn, Nochum Katz, who just turned on his thing and went somewhere else. And my, my um, oh, here he is, Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Nochum. And my amazing neighbor, Rabbi Avrom Epstein, Dr. Epstein, Simchaleib Stein, um, uh, Joe Berry, Shalom Aleichem. Okay, great. How you guys doing? I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it again. I cannot prepare a shir if you guys aren't here. If I was just learning by myself, talking to myself, it wouldn't happen. So every single person here is a chalik of the shir. It's a team effort. I'm not just saying it. It's a metzias. And when this Mendel Mitz guy disappeared on me for four months, 
something, something hurt me. I'm not saying I prepared less, but there's something like, where is this guy? Did I, did I really, what, because I'm Litvish, that's it, and he's Lubavish, what's going on here? Says the Mishnah, Yes. Ooh, Mazel Tov. MDY Simcha. Unbelievable. I have to tell you, I, I hope my brother doesn't watch this. My brother made a vert yesterday. And my brother, you know, my sister-in-law with the whole disease and what she went through the whole year, terrible. And she's immunocompromised, the whole thing. And he couldn't control himself. He made a vert in a hall, the whole thing. I don't know what's going on in New York. I'm upset at him. I, I got to say this. I'm sharing with you. I don't know what's going on. So... Control, Raboisai, Ramoisha, you don't need to make a vart in a hall. Forget about it. It's better. It's, people are nuts. Pictures, oh, beautiful. Nobody's wearing a mask. Kilu, there's no corona. Yet, the Roshiva Farakway, when I was there, was in the hospital on a ventilator, I think he was, Rabbi Yeager and Rabbi Kalish. There were mamish like Atat. You're talking about two weeks ago. There's no, no problem in New York. So, we have a maschela. Maschela is what we call a gada. You guys know what a gada is? Yeah. If you're from New York, the Oilum knows what a gada is. You talk like the gada. Gada is a universal word. But anyways, this is the gutter that catches the rainwater off the roof. <clears throat> okay? Horizontal pipe. Then you have... The other pipe is called a tzinor. I, I'm chulik on the R-scroll. I don't know why. I didn't see this anywhere. I call it a downspout. So I'm putting downspout. They want to call it a, a... I don't know what they call it. A pipe. I looked it up. Not the right word. Sorry. I'm in construction. This is a downspout. I might be wrong though. Because they know what they're talking about. 99.9% of the time. But in this case, I'm chulik. Fine. So koyla means to catch. Once the water leaves the, the maschela, once it, you see, it's dripping down, down, he puts his pail over here, catches the water. And he is, he's standing in a Rosh Hashanah. The water is, stop, hanging in the air. So he grabbed it out of the air. So it's not that it, he took something from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah, because it's traveling. He happens to be, <coughs> excuse me, below ten Tvachim. Below ten tefachim is Rushus Rabbim. Not a problem. And if you have this pipe, I will just say it now. This, as you see, and they did a good job here, it's more than three tefachim away from the, from the wall. And that's very important. That is the difference between this pipe, the maschela, which could be right next to the wall, right, and it could be considered a roof. It's part of the roof. It's a Rishus HaYachid versus this right over here. It's not a Rishus HaYachid because it's away from the house. And Memelo, there's no lava to the house. Great. And it's below 10 Tvachim. Everything is great. Says the Gemara. <clears throat> yeah, but what do you mean? But this is not the wall. Why is this a wall? Yeah, but the, the pipe is away from the wall. Where does the water... Where does the wa- This is within three tfachim of the, of the house. 
No, it's not touching the wall. It, it's, you know how water falls off the roof? It just goes off the roof. It's not like dripping down. This might not be a good picture. It's off. He's not going to drink water that touched the wall. It comes off the gutter right into his kli. Says the Gemara, coil it in, if you put your mouth to it, or you put your kli directly on the pipe, no good. My time, Omer, now, even though this pipe, let's say, this guy, is less than 10 tefachim to the ground, let's say, nevertheless, it has a din of Rosh Hashayachid. Rosh Hashayachid has to be 10 tefachim high, and this is not 10 tefachim high. It is Rosh Hashayachid. Why? Because it's part of the roof, and the roof is Rosh Hashayachid. They call Pakistan Shlesha, some like Ag, Kigag Dami. The Nezalach of Rushus Hayachid. Now, he is standing in Shusarabim, and he's putting his mouth on Rushus Hayachid. He's taking from Rushus Hayachid to Rushusarabim. If it jumps off the pipe, it travels off the pipe, so it's not a Rushus Hayachid anymore. It's traveling. I grabbed it in midair. I'm in Rushusarabim, I'm in Rushusarabim. The, the water is Rushusarabim. But if I take the water off of Rushus Hayachid, and I'm standing in Rushusarabim, now I just committed a crime. The Chabad just says, Lashon. The Chabad and Gimel, and now we just say the same thing basically. You could stand in Rishus Hayachid and raise your hand above ten Tfachim. Less than three Tfachim from the roof, and you grab it. So Rashi learns you're going from Rishus Hayachid to Rishus Hayachid. Haltoisis here, does it go according to Rabbi Shimon that you could go from one Rosh Hashayachid to another Rosh Hashayachid? Fine. The problem is you're going from one Rosh Hashayachid to another Rosh Hashayachid without an Eruv. Although Rabbi Shimon says you could go from one Gag to another Gag, fine. Don't stand in Rosh Hashayachid and raise your hand above ten Tfachim. And less than three Tfachim. From the rooftop and be right there, touch it with your mouth with a cleat. I have a coil but you let it grab it out of the ear. Fine. Now, if you have this pipe, this downspout, you have a downspout, you're allowed to, you're allowed to grab from the downspout. Now, if it's four by four, it's a huge, I've never seen, actually, yes. Ooh, which reminds me of Maisa. We had in one of my properties, we had a giant, I think it was decorative. And what we didn't realize is that there was a lot of snow and ice. There was an ice buildup. Maisa, I'm just remembering now. Tremendous ice buildup and was causing major damage during the snowy season. So we had a guy come with a crane. No, first it was with a ladder. That's what happened. They put ladders up and they were breaking the ice. We're talking about chunks of ice that were like 10, 15 feet tall by three, four feet wide, breaking the ice. And at one point, I saw this with my own eyes. I might have even taken a video. I don't think so. The guy broke the ice, and the ice fell, but it knocked his ladder down. And he, the guy almost died. The kids are very, very big problem. But fine. The point is, where do you have a four by four, even in our property? I don't think it was four tzvachim. Four t- yeah, maybe it was four tzvachim. Fine. Four tzvachim. A, a pipe like this. If you have a pipe like that, then the pipe becomes a caramelous to another Rishos, to Rishos Sarabim. Now, if 
the pipe is above ten tefachim, it's ten tefachim tall, then it's Rosh Hashayachid. If it's, if it's above ten tefachim and less than four tefachim, what is it? A makim p'tur. It's also problematic to take from makim p'tur to Rosh Hashayachid. So Mamela, we're talking about it's below ten tefachim, less than three, less than four tefachim wide, then it's okay. Says the Mishnah, wow, we're late. If you have a pit in Rosh Hashanah, I think that unfortunately, oh no, I did. Here we go. There's a pit with a rim around it that's 10 Tfachim. So when you're in this window, you could fill in. Why? What's this pit? Rosh Hashanah. What are you? Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Not a problem. What if you have a pile of, of garbage? You could take from Rosh Hashayachet and pour it onto the pile, which is Rosh Hashayachet. If this pit is right next to the wall, why do you need this? Why does it, it need to be raised? If it's not raised, it's also... Why? Because the pit is four tefachim wide, ten tefachim deep. It's Rosh Hashayach. So why do I need a wall? You're right. It, there is a distance of four tefachim from the wall. Since it's ten tefachim tall, so what does that become? A makayim p'tur. It's a middle of nowhere. It's not a Rosh Hashayach anymore. Rosh Hashayach has to be below ten. This is above ten. So it's not a Rosh Hashanah anymore. Memela, it's okay. But if you have less than 10 Tfachim of dirt on the side, now I just carried through the Rosh Hashanah because it's a four Tfach distance to get to the pit. Even if it's close by, What's going on here? You have, let's say, five tefachim down below the ground. You have five tefachim above the ground. Together, they create a rishos. And I wouldn't know this without our Mishnah. Should we go right there, Noam, or stop here? It's a good two minutes? Okay. Ashmer Shusarabim says the Gemara if there's a pile of trash in Shusarabim, you're not concerned that the garbage truck is going to come and take it? The, the next day you're going to stick your hand out the window to pour your shayfchim. You're not going to realize it's gone. And you're just over from going from Rosh Hashayachet to Rosh Hashayachet. If you put it on a pile, it's another Rosh Hashayachet. It's great. Oh, a story. An Erevin story. Here's the story. We have a Mavi Sasum. In other words, here's Rosh Hashayachet. Over here it's closed. But on both sides, not the sides that are important to the Mavoy, but the sides that contain the Mavoy, one is the ocean, one is a pile of trash. At the end they could carry here. So what's the problem? We are concerned that somebody's going to remove the trash. And people won't know. They won't realize. That every Shabbos they carry here, they don't realize that, that somebody moved the trash. And the Hayam Sirton. The water will recede. You'll have a bunch of sand. Sand is not a good mechitza. Sand slopes nicely. It's not a mechitza. It's not a wall. So how come he didn't say it's also to carry there? 
The Kaimim Mechitza is at the end of the day, right now, today, it's mutter to carry. So you don't want to say that it's also to carry because you have good Mechitza. You don't want to say it's mutter because Mechitza might go away. But at the end of the day, we see that there's a problem. You have to be concerned that maybe the trash will be removed and you won't know. The story of Rebbe, what happened when a single person lived in this Mavoy? So nobody's going to remind him. The rabbi and people remind each other and therefore it's okay. Have a wonderful day. Amei. Thank you, David. What's the special bracha at Slocha today? Ah, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. How old? How old? You allowed to tell us? 44. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, David. Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. David. David, you know what the rule is? You're supposed to sponsor three shiurim in a row when, you, when it's your birthday. There's no freebies here. The freebie is the sheer. The freebie is the sheer. The rest is up to you. That's right. Where's that magnet? Where did I put it? <clears throat> Look at this. Unbelievable. Look at this. It's mamish cool. It's a shield. It will shield you. What about the YouTube? Oh, I forgot. I'm supposed to pick up. Somebody was telling me I'm supposed to pick up my, my things a little, a little higher. I forgot. <clears throat>